0: Bidzi's Small Business Society number 42. You're listening to Bidzi's Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to small business owners about what makes their small business successful. Connect with Bidzi's Small Business Society at bidzi.com and grow your business. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99, that's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidsy.com. Email rob at bidsy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidsy.com. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today I am talking to Corey Huff, Corey is the founder of The Abundant Artist, where he teaches artists to quit their day jobs and create a business by selling their art online. Corey has helped dozens of artists sell their art and go from a starving to an abundant artist. Corey,
1: welcome to our show. Can you tell us more about yourself and then about your business? Sure, absolutely. I started The Abundant Artist uh, back in 2009. I was... Uh, just a couple years out of college at the time, and was working for a little boutique marketing agency, just getting my feet wet with internet marketing and learning how everything worked. And I started a blog on the side. Uh, My background as an artist is in performance, I'm a stage actor. And a lot of my friends are artists and performers and all that kind of stuff. So we started, uh, I started this blog as a way of exploring the ideas of how uh, marketing and creativity intersected, how people made money from their creativity. And over the years, that evolved into something with a a decent sized following. And I decided, hey, you know, maybe I could turn this into a business. And uh, we did that. And we teach classes for, for artists, showing them how to sell their art online and we also do some consulting for uh, art-related businesses, and that's pretty much where we're at today. Sure. So, Corey, you may have answered it a little bit, but what
0: really prompted you to create your business? What did you see that represented an opportunity to really use your knowledge and your skills to help other artists become entrepreneurs?
1: It was a very organic growth. I, basically, I was working my day job, and I, and I just had this idea. I was, I was curious. I said, okay, I know I don't want to do internet marketing working for other people forever. So what am I going to do in the future? And out of that curiosity came, okay, well, I have these other skills. I have the my acting skills and my artistic skills. What am I going to do with those? And I started the blog, The Abundant Artist, just as a way of saying, okay, how does, how does all this work? And so I would, I would reach out to other artists and I would say, hey, you know, how are you Making a living from your work, and, and how do you use the internet in your work? And from those interviews, I would write blog posts, and then I would write some blog posts about what I knew doing uh, search engine optimization and search engine uh, marketing, paid marketing, pay per click, that kind of stuff. And uh, from those blog posts, people started joining our mailing list, and a few people asked me, "Hey, would you be willing to teach a class?" And that sort of grew into me going, "Yeah, I'd, I'd love to, to teach some classes," and then uh eventually we started offering more and more classes and uh started asking people to pay for them and it it was very organic at first and then uh, at some point probably about two three years into starting the blog i realized gosh you know if i if i really tried this could be a real business instead of just a a neat little side project where i make some side money yeah so i got really serious about it and i started learning okay how how do you grow a business so i went to some business conferences and learned about how to, how to grow a business for real, and basically went from there. Uh, and we, so we've had, you know, the, the Abundant Artist has been around in one form or another for about seven years, but it's really been in business for about four years. Sure, Corey. So
0: really drive that point home for us. Like, it sounds like that blog was uh, a lean test to really, you know, again, just to
1: test that marketplace to
0: see if there was a, a need and a thirst for your, your skill and your knowledge, right? Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think that I could do it, uh, you know, like I said, it was about two, three years before we turned it into a business. But that was because, one, initially it was just an exploration and and I didn't even, I didn't really have the concept of turning it into a business. It was just something that I was curious about and and wanted to explore. Uh, So giving myself the opportunity to explore something on a creative and and intellectual level uh, was, was what I was initially after. And then it was Okay, if I when it, when it, when it got around to people saying, "Hey, do you teach classes or would you coach me?" I thought, "Gosh, it, you know, that that could potentially be some nice side money." And so I did an initial test class where I did the class for free just so that I could have an excuse to put the content together and see what that would be like. And that initial group of 8 artists that I worked with, uh, uh, almost all of them are still on our mailing list and a part of our community and, uh, but they're all doing quite well now, and, and after that initial test class, I thought, okay, that went pretty well. I could do another one, but I could pay for it, and that's how things started to grow.
0: Great story. So Corey, I just wanna switch gears a little bit here. You have a book that's set for release in a few months. You've got a conference coming up. You've got a business that's rocking, so here's your chance for some shameless self-promotion. What's
1: got you most excited today? What gets you out of bed every morning? Oh, there's a lot of things that get me out of bed in the morning. It's funny because the the book and the conference are still several months off, and so those are not the things that are at the top of my mind right now. Uh, the things that are getting me up right now are really the the building the business side of things. Uh, so I'm I'm building up a team, hiring people, uh, sifting through resumes and all that kind of stuff. I, I think that's pretty interesting. Like I've had employees before when I worked at other when I worked at my day jobs. In the past, but you know, this is growing my own business and hiring people in the early stages of the, of growth for my business. So, pretty excited about that. Uh, the other thing that gets me excited is uh, I have the flexibility and the time to be able to pursue my own artistic projects, and that was that was very intentional. You know, I didn't I didn't build this business to be something that would be high growth and take 60, hours a week or any of that kind of stuff. It's it's very much a lifestyle business, and I have the opportunity to continue to pursue artistic projects. Uh, you know, I'm doing storytelling shows. I'm doing classical theater. I'm doing all of the the, art, the performances that I really enjoy doing uh, and, and, at least, and having opportunities to go audition for that kind of stuff is what I built the business for.
0: Yeah, Corey, it sounds like you sort of created freedom for yourself rather than creating a job. So what are some of the biggest challenges that an artist is going to face when looking to monetize? Can you speak to some of the internal and external factors that might prevent an artist from getting
1: started? Sure. What I, what I usually say is there are three things that prevent an artist from getting the financial success that they might, that they might want to have. Uh, the first is uh, knowledge, and that's a relatively easy problem to overcome. It's just I don't know what to do next, what the next steps are or how to even sell something, that is something that can be solved relatively easy by going to our blog or, our, or reading my book or taking one of our classes. That's pretty straightforward. The other two challenges are a little harder. Uh, one is having support. Uh, so support is just uh, having people, friends, family, uh, other artists, a mastermind group, whatever that is, people around you who know what's going on with your your life and your business and can provide you encouragement and feedback on what you're doing uh, i see a lot of artists trying to go it alone and being an artist is a very lonely career anyway because you sit in your studio and you make whatever you're going to make and then you emerge from the studio and show it to the world uh, that becomes a very challenging process when you're by yourself right so having having a group of people around you uh, and then the third obstacle is mindset uh, simply believing that you can make a living for, as an artist. You know, I at this point I've been doing this for nine years, or however long it's been, seven years. Uh, and I know dozens of artists who are doing very, very well. But if you're just getting started, you probably don't know very, very many artists who are doing well. Or you know, you maybe you, your your family isn't very supportive, they're telling you, oh, you know, if you go to if you go to school, you can't go to art school, you gotta be an engineer or something like that. And and they say artists and people say artists don't make any money. And there's the whole idea of the starving artist. Like all that cultural stuff uh, makes it really challenging to be an artist because you have to find the signals that say that tell you that it's possible. Corey, it sounds like you want to switch that starving artist
0: tag to the abundant artist. That is correct. What are some of the rewards that you take away from helping other artists create a life on their own terms like you have? What's the best part about
1: being a creative entrepreneur? Well, the best part is there, there. There's two best parts for me. One is the freedom, which I'll talk about in a second. But the probably the best part is when people email me and say, "Oh my gosh, I, I did what you told me to do, and I sold a painting." Or I, you know, I get a lot of those. "Oh my gosh, I sold my first painting," or I get, I quit my job. Right? People tell me they quit their job, or. Hey, I just got into this major gallery that I wanted to get into, and I got written up in a a big paper um, or a magazine wrote about my work, all that kind of stuff. They're basically uh, people achieving the things that they want to achieve. And even more than that, it's seeing the people who buy the work from the artists that I work with, those people getting excited about the artist's work. Uh, Because for me, You know, I could, with being able to sell stuff online and having those internet marketing skills, I could be running a few different businesses. But the thing that's exciting about this one is art has a profound impact in our world. And being able to help the artists make a living from their work, but also make a profound impact on the people who see their work and interact with their work, to me, that's where it's at. Corey, how do you effectively connect
0: with your audience? What would you recommend to that starving artist about finding and engaging
1: with and growing their audience? The thing that most artists do that I've seen that has has had the, the most likely chance of success is giving people an emotional connection with your art. And what that means is that that can take a few different forms. So, for example, if you are a painter... And you want to give people and an, get people excited about your work, showing them some work in progress shots. And this, you can do this on social media or your blog or email. You can do it in whatever marketing channel makes the most sense. Uh, basically, show like I see artists do things like uh, time-lapse videos where they just set a camera up in front of their canvas and make their, make their painting. And then you speed up the video so that the whole thing takes you know, a couple minutes or something like that. Um, giving people a little insight into seeing how the work comes together. People love that stuff. They eat it up. So uh, time lapse videos, uh, even still shots of the work in progress, uh, giving people little previews of parts of the work, and then unveiling the final piece at a specific date, or unveiling a whole series of pieces. You know, going, going showing work-in-progress shots over the course of a month or a couple months while you are working on a series and then unveiling the entire series uh, at the end. That's that's the kind of stuff that, that people really love when it comes to looking at art online.
0: So would you recommend maybe building an email list and attacking it that way? Or social media obviously
1: is a very valuable play. Yeah, obviously building an email list is the best in terms of long-term growth. If you if you're going to sell something to somebody, you want know, to make sure that you capture their email address and then continue continue following up with them over the years, because if somebody buys something from you once, they're probably going to buy from you again, and then later on later on you can actually upsell them to bigger and more expensive pieces of work or custom pieces. Uh, so an email list is really important uh, for a lot of for some artists who are maybe they're starting with zero resources and they can't afford to pay for a mailing list or something like that. Uh, then you can start with social media. It's totally free. Um, Instagram is a great place to get started for free right now for for a lot of artists. Facebook requires understanding how to use Facebook's advertising platform, uh, but Facebook is a great place too. Um, I do know a handful of artists that are still selling their work without doing very much advertising. Um, or doing any advertising, but that's becoming more and more rare. So if you are looking for a free place to get started, Instagram is, is great, but that's changing too. Instagram's implementing their algorithmic feed, which means that uh, you're going to have to start advertising there as well.
0: Okay, let's take a break to thank our sponsors. Are you thinking about starting your own podcast? Do you lack the technical know-how to create your own podcast? Not enough time in your day to produce great podcasts? you need podcastrepairman.com. You record, save, and send. That's it. Podcast Repairman takes care of the rest. From editing so that you sound your absolute best, to producing, which includes a custom intro and outro, to uploading to a host, and finally publishing your podcast to iTunes, Stitcher, and the rest. No matter what you need, the Podcast Repairman is here to help. Visit podcastrepairman.com, include the word BIDSY, B-I-D-S-Y, in your message and save the $295 setup fee. Are you tired of tedious internet searches trying to find a service provider to complete your projects? Are you sick of scrambling on the phone trying to connect with someone who's willing to meet with you to work on your projects? Try BIDSY. Go to Bidzy.com, sign up, choose a category, and enter a few details about what you need done. It's free to post projects in any category. Connect with local professionals in such categories as bathroom and kitchen renovation, real estate professional, graphic design, flooring, gym membership, tire sales and service, carpet cleaning, and many, many more. You're notified each time a local professional submits a bid on your project. Choose the bid you like best, and now you've found a local professional to complete your project. Use our rating system to give feedback about the business. Post your projects, sit back, and let local professionals come to you. Sign up and post projects for free at Bidzy.com. Corey, we've reached a point in our show where we kind of lighten it up and ask a few questions just to learn about your personal interests. Are you ready? Sure,
1: let's do it. Sure, yeah. What type of cell phone do you use? I have an iPhone 6. What type of car do you drive? I don't drive a car. I live in downtown Portland, Oregon. There's awesome Public Transit. I do have a Zipcar membership. So every once in a while, if I have to go pick up something that's large or I need to drive somewhere that's, out of, that's far out of downtown, uh, I'll, I'll get a Zipcar. But for the most part, I walk and bike. Do you have a favorite vacation spot? My favorite vacation spot is a place I haven't been before.
0: Oh, nice.
1: Uh, do you have a favorite food? I have many favorite foods. I love food, so uh, chocolate chip cookies is probably <laughs> my my number one favorite food. Uh, beyond that, I love Chinese dumplings, like jiaozi or potstickers. What a lot of, uh, is what a lot of people call them. Beyond that, I love pasta, and I love roasted chicken.
0: Are you reading a specific book right now as well?
1: I am. I'm reading several books, so uh, let's talk about non-business books. I'm reading uh, Ron Chernow's biography of Alexander Hamilton, which was, of course, inspired uh, inspired the musical Alexander Hamilton that's on Broadway right now. Uh, the biography is fantastic, and I've been on a, a founding father kick lately. So beyond that, I'm also reading uh, The Sparrow, which is a science fiction book uh, about meeting aliens on a foreign planet. And as far as business books go, I'm reading. Uh, let's see. I'm reading a book called "Scaling Up" by Vern Arnish, which is all about building up a team, which I mentioned at the beginning of the beginning of the podcast.
0: Good resources there. Last question we have here is: uh, Do you have a favorite
1: podcast? Hmm. Probably the Tim Ferriss podcast. As far as business podcasts, that's the one I like to listen to. But uh, I also, being an artist and, and an entertainer, I also really love the Moth. Uh, the Moth is probably my favorite podcast. I listen to every episode.
0: All right, Corey, do you love winning or hate losing? Oh, that's an
1: interesting question. I think I would have to say that I hate losing. Can you expand a little bit why? I think that, you know, I'm really internally motivated. I don't need, like, external prizes to to get me to do things. So... I think I would say that I hate losing because maybe, maybe I feel like I already have everything that I, that I need. And so if I'm losing, that means that I've lost something that I already have. Okay, Corey, what is the one thing
0: that you would say to an artist about just taking the leap, making that shift into becoming a
1: successful and an abundant artist? Believe that you can do it and then work like it's your job. Set aside, set aside X number of hours, whatever that means. You know, if you have a full-time day job, make it 10 to 20 hours a week outside of your day job and s- put it in your calendar. Treat it like it's a second job where you have a set schedule every week and make sure you spend 50% of your time making art and 50% of your time working on your business and marketing yourself. Corey, what does the future look like for you and the Abundance Artist? Well, I men- uh, you mentioned that we've got the book coming out, yeah. uh, How, to s- How to Sell Your Art Online. Uh, is the name of the book, and it's coming out from HarperCollins on June 28th of 2016. And then on July 1st and 2nd, we are having a conference here in Portland, Oregon, the Abundant Artist Conference, and it's a business conference for artists. All of the speakers and presenters that we have for the conference are artists who are making a living from their work, And we're going to have all of them talk about the various aspects of making a living from your business. Uh, So beyond that, you know, we've got the classes, we've got the book, we've got the conference, and basically we're just going to be doing more of all of that over the next year.
0: Great, Corey. If people want to learn a little bit more, how can they find you?
1: Best thing to do is look us up at theabundantartist.com.
0: Perfect. Well, that is great, Corey. I really appreciate your time today. Thank you for joining us on Busy Small Business Society. Thanks so much for having me. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need, and businesses bid on them. Customers, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, sign up for your 30-day free trial at Bidzy.com. Thank you for listening to Bidzy's Small Business Society. Visit Bidzy.com for more information on how to grow your business. Support Bizzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bizzy Small Business Society today.